welcome to Menopause Morph, your time to change. We're here to help you thrive through your menopause, bringing you experts in many fields to help you from perimenopause to menopause and beyond to become the strong, vibrant woman nature intended you to be. Hosted by Pauline McCarthy of the Pearls of Pauline. Pearls of wisdom, compassion, and joy. Welcome to this week's Menopause Morph, your time to change. Episode 50. Yeah, not as old as I am, but anyway, half a century, 50. Today, what are we going to talk about? Well, it's June 2017, and I don't know if it's the same in every country. I think it's different, but in Iceland, the term has come to an end in the school term. And my youngest graduated. There was a big milestone my last one to graduate. He graduated from college and after the summer he's going to study to be a ship's captain. So he has been living in Reykjavik for the last couple of years so he's left the nest. But my oldest, he had left to come back again, left come back again. <laughs> Finally he decided what it is he wants to specialise in. He had been thinking about computers, but he didn't know what kind of specialisation he wanted to do. A few months ago, he said to me, Mama, would you be upset if I told you that I don't want to study computers, I want to be an aeroplane pilot? I went, wow. That uh, that was so cool, because actually I had said to him about a year ago, I had suggested this to him, and he kind of like poo-pooed it a little bit, and he went, Oh, I don't mind flying for myself, but I don't want to be in charge of people, because then I'd have to speak to them. As many of you might know, my eldest is autistic, but very high functioning. So it is a bit difficult for him to speak to people, especially people he doesn't know. So that was a bit of a problem in that when we were going through the list of things that would stop people becoming a pilot, one of the things was ADHD and mental problems. And we were wondering, "Mm, is autism a mental problem or what? And I can understand somebody who's severely autistic who can't communicate. They, Of course, they couldn't be a pilot. They couldn't communicate with people. But my son is very high functioning and is obsessed with flying. This is why I suggested it to him, because for the last few years, he's been doing this, what I call an aeroplane game. But he says, no, no, it's not a game, Mama. It's a, it's a simulation. So they actually take off. It's like World War Two simulation flights or something they take off in England and fly over to Germany and it's like maybe three or four hours they're sitting there at the computer for three or four hours just flying through the sky and then there's maybe ten minutes action at the end of it and then they have to fly all the way back again and land he was a squadron leader and whenever we were out somebody said mama I have to get back I have to go back six o'clock I have to be there I'm the squadron leader I have to be on time and he was like obsessed with this three times a week he was like on this I think twice a week it was some kind of rehearsal or exercise then once a week I think it was the big fight so we asked the office in charge of this rules and regulations Sam Gongastova it's called what he would have to do the doctor in that department he said he needed a letter from his doctor that he had seen recently a specialist doctor so unfortunately his specialist doctor had retired and the family doctor had also moved away and we had new family doctors and they said well we've never seen him so I don't think we can write anything so then I contacted his child doctor that even though she hasn't seen him for 12 years but she's a really amazing lady and of course I was desperate I want my son to be able to fulfill his dream 
So I wrote an email to her. I got a reply from her nurse. Basically, the nurse was saying, oh, I've never heard of anybody with autism being able to become a pilot. And I know it's unfair, especially if they're very high functioning. The way she had worded it was as if this was what the doctor was saying, not her words. And I was quite shocked at that. So according to this, the doctor was saying that she could write that he had been her patient from this date to this date. But really, he would have to go to some special type of psychologist and get re-diagnosed or reassessed. And she said it would cost a lot of money and it would take many weeks, up to eight weeks, and it might even not get him through. She says, what I suggest is you just encourage him to study something else. Well, when I read this, it broke my heart because I knew it would break my son's heart. And I was almost in tears about how could I tell him this? There was no hiding the fact. So I just told him straight. I said to him, are you willing to go through this re-examination from this special psychologist? Yes, mama, and I'll pay for it myself. No, No problem. But the problem was that we needed a doctor to refer him to this psychologist and none of the doctors we had spoken to would do this so we were determined and I spoke to his father you know I'm divorced from his father but we have a good relationship and we were both concerned that Benny's dream would be dashed on the rocks he said what about the family doctor we had when Benny was a kid he said I still go to that family doctor and sometimes he asks how are the boys he says I think he might be able to help so he phoned that doctor and he's actually friendly with that doctor because of some other association that they're in and the doctor said well if Benny is registered as living in Reykjavik then I can see him so we had to change his legal address to Reykjavik and then he saw the doctor like I think we phoned on the Friday he saw that doctor on the Monday morning then he phoned the psychologist the psychologist said sure and the thing was that that was the monday the school was starting on the saturday it was like the intake day but not the first day of lessons but the day that they enrolled so everything had to be done by friday so the psychologist said okay let him come tomorrow the tuesday and he went tuesday wednesday thursday i don't know they must have done like double things like and the whole days were taken up and on the friday he got a letter from the psychologist and took it to the special doctor at Sam Gonkostova, who said, yes, I will accept this. You, you can be accepted into the school or you can up, be applied to the school. And the school, we had already applied to the school and the school were just waiting for this one okay from Sam Gonkostova. So now my son, eldest son, is learning to be a pilot. The reason I'm telling you this story is that we all want our children to even though they're, you know, he's 23. They're not they're not really children anymore, but they are our biological children, aren't they? We want the best for them. And I think this is just a perfect example of not giving up. Just keep going, keep going, being determined and finding every opportunity you can to make your dreams come true, no matter what age you are. So even at our age, when if we're in our 40s or 50s or 60s, whether we are perimenopausal, menopausal or postmenopausal, if we have a dream, we have to keep going until we achieve it. What happens when the kids have flown the nest? We've got all these empty rooms. One of the ladies that was on in a previous episode, one of the earlier ones, Carol E. Wire, she said when she went into her son's room, she went, oh, my son's left. That's so sad. Quick, let's turn it into my office. Well, we had two rooms and a guest room. So we've actually been turning it into an apartment, which we're going to rent out. Why not make some money while we're at it? So that's why I didn't have an episode two weeks ago because I have been painting and tiling and doing all sorts of things. And you know, at the grand old age of 57, I have new skills. I can now lay tiles and put in tile grouting. 
I never thought I would be doing that kind of thing in my life. There you go. Because one disadvantage of not having teenage boys at home is that you have to do the work yourself or else get in workmen. But in Iceland, that's like crazy, crazy expensive. So this is the time of new beginnings. We don't have to focus on the emptiness syndrome. But I'll tell you a funny thing. Yesterday, Costco came to Iceland about three weeks ago and it has revolutionised shopping in Iceland. Because shops here basically all kind of joined together and kept prices really, really high. If you've ever been on holiday in Iceland, you'll know it's crazy, crazy prices here. So the first two and a half weeks, the queues outside Costco just to register were phenomenal. Sometimes you had to wait two hours in the queue. But the things that they're selling are half the price or even one third of the price of similar things you can buy in Iceland. I believe a lot of shops will be going bankrupt or closing, basically because they can't keep charging these high prices anymore because people will go to Costco. Anywho, when I'm in Costco, I see all these baked beans, which my son loves. I buy a big case of it. And then I see chicken and mushroom pot noodle. And he loves that, so I buy a big packet of that. And it's only when I'm at the checkout that I realise, oh, he doesn't live with me anymore. <laughs> so, what to do? Buy them or not buy them? And I thought, ah, oh, well, you know, when he comes to visit, I'll have something for him. But actually, he came last night to help out with the craziness in the house, and I, I gave him half of it. He was really, really happy, so I've got the other half for when he visits. So this is it. We forget that they've moved out, but life goes on. So new things are happening in Iceland and new things are happening in my life and I'm sure new things are happening in your life. I didn't want it to be just a change of my kids leaving home. I wanted it to be a complete change, not just to keep my offspring's bedroom exactly the way it was. Like, you know, you see in the movies, the kid comes back after 10 years or something and the bedroom is exactly the same it was when they were in high school. I think that is something that happens in the movies maybe there's a few people that do that but I think we have to get on with our life and it's our life it's not their life they have flown the nest we love them to bits we want them to do the best but we have to do the best for us and we put in a shower room into the, the basement in a, a kitchen so it's beginning to look lovely it's not completed yet today I was doing the grouting so it's a new beginning. For me, it's not just the physical thing of making a new apartment and the kids leaving, the young men leaving. I also want, uh, if you've been following me for a while, I started this no sugar thing last November. About a month ago, then I started this thing, Life Plus, where it's you eat a lot of, basically it's a bit like paleo. You're having a lot of protein and vegetables tiny bit of fruit but no carbohydrate and in that one they they say no no fats at all but i believe because of our hormone situation we really need to have fats so i have been eating nuts and avocados and olives things like that and fish oil but they do have fish oil in that program so this has been quite amazing for me i have lost now seven kilos i'm not sure what that is in pounds I think it's about a stone, 14, so like 2.2 pounds to a kilo. Anyway, it's a lot. And I've lost nine centimetres off my belly. I still have a long way to go, but checking in, letting you know that it is happening. But also, there are many other aspects of life that I want to change or 
have like a new chapter in my life. So I was listening to this webinar organised by a company called Mind Valley. I do a lot of their programmes, Mind Valley. Search them online, Mind Valley. There was a guy on it and his name was John Butcher. And I'm going to start this course, I think it's um, beginning of July, I think the 5th of July. And it was into 12 different aspects of your life. Health and fitness, intellectual life, emotional life, character, spirituality, love relationship, parenting. Okay, maybe I'm going past the parenting stage, but we can use parenting in the aspect of our grandchildren or people that are under us in our work. So just last week I took on a new staff member in my souvenir candy business and I'm actually feeling like her mother. (laughs) So in a way, hopefully I'll learn things like this, but actually she's going to do this course as well. When I employ people, I really look out for people that have similar frame of mind as me, that somebody who's very spiritual, somebody who wants to look after the world, somebody who really thinks about nature and the environment. I don't want somebody who's just a couch potato that just comes to work to get paid and doesn't have any strong ethics. She's a lovely girl. So yes, the other points are social life, financial, career, quality of life and life vision. This is quite incredible. This is going to be a 30-day programme. Hopefully while that's going on, I'll be able to tell you a bit about that. I'm not getting any money for telling you about this. It's, um, I think it was $349 for the course, but that was like an early bird thing. So if you hear this within the next couple of days, go to Mind Valley, check out. Anyway, it's something I can't have. I don't have it actually here. So it's by John Butcher, J-O-N, and it's about these different aspects of our life, how we can improve them. So I'm really looking forward to that. And today it is sunny in Iceland, which is very, very rare in Iceland. <laughs> so I'm going to stop there. And have a barbecue with my husband. Yes, we've been working hard all day with the tiles and painting and whatnot. I wish you all an amazing day and we will see you next week. We will finally have the lady that I promised you many weeks ago who's going to talk about meditation. Amazing, finally. Okay, lovelies, we'll see you all next week. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Menopause Morph, your time to change. If you've enjoyed the program, be sure to subscribe to the next one and please leave a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about thriving through the menopause. To get a free ebook, more menopausal resources, and to connect with Pauline, please visit www.menopausemorph.com. <laughs>